0: Hello, Logic friends. This episode of The Logic Podcast is brought to you by Cynesys.io. These guys have been my reseller for over 15 years and we could not do what we do without them. They're fantastic partners, no matter what size your business. To find out more about their remote workflow solutions, check them out at Synesis.io. The forum is open. If you haven't already signed up for forum.logic.tv, head on over there right now. We have almost 800 users, 65,000 page views a month. It really is becoming the place to go for all things flame and visual effects. That's forum.logic.tv. I thought we were long overdue for a One Frame of White reunion show. Uh, In fact, we've never had a One Frame of White reunion show. So I assembled basically the Avengers of One Frame of White. Uh, Greg Paul Malone, Gabriel Garrido, Calum Cahill, and Darren Hoffmeyer. For a chat about their projects, what it was like to enter One Frame of White, and how it completely changed their lives. Take a listen. Oh, very nice. Oh, and that's the end of the inspirational music, which is our cue to begin the show. <laughs> oh, Brooks. Yes, I'm. I'm familiar. I have. Uh, I have uh, programmable lights here in, the, in my in my office. I have a different color theme for when I'm working, and a different color theme for when I'm uh, exercising. Um, And I've shared a lot about myself. Oh, Tim Farrell's here. Thank you for saving me from myself. Let's get the party started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to an all new episode of Logic Live. My name is Andy. I'm going to be your host for today. And I'm extremely excited for today's show. This is our first reunion show that we've ever had. I think this is the first time I've ever had this many guests on Zoom. uh, And uh, I'm just excited to see what does and what doesn't work in this process so thank you everybody for joining uh here and on the youtubes we're live on uh on the uh, logic live youtube channel right now as well which means that anything can and most likely will happen so let's begin the slideshow this episode of logic live as always is brought to you by our friends at Synesis.io solutions development integration and support these uh, guys at Synesis are my own personal um, reseller they've uh, partnered with us uh, at lively for 15 years and we could not do what, what we do without them. Uh, they help us out uh, in our uh, uh, New York office, our LA office, and they're just, it's an invaluable relationship. So I wanna thank them very much for uh, all that they do and and especially for supporting the Logic community. Uh, Synesys.io, find out more about them at their website, Synesys.io, supporting flame artists since 1997. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a new forum. It's forum.logic.tv. It's all the rage. All the kids are using it right now. It's bound to take over uh, when TikTok is finally banned here in America. Uh, So if you haven't already uh, checked out the forum, please head on over to forum.logic.tv. It's all things Flame. And uh, it's really, I think we're up to, um, I wish Randy was here because he would definitely chime in with the stats, but um, I think it's close to 400 users or something like that. And uh, we've surpassed uh, 50, I believe 50,000 page views at this point. So, uh, more on the forum, uh, later on in today's episode. And, uh, one frame of white ladies and gentlemen is upon us. The entries are in, uh, we've, uh, they've been judged, uh, as we all have, but all the entries are in we have 13 entries this year. It's, uh, it's really a, a great, like a great, uh, spread of work. I'm super excited to, to share these with everybody. Um, Just a recap of what's at stake here uh, for One Frame of White. Um, There's the music, I knew it would start eventually. The first place prize for One Frame of White this year is an incredible Dell Precision 7750 mobile workstation courtesy of our friends at Dell, Intel, NVIDIA, and Autodesk. Uh, As you can see, it's a behemoth of a machine, uh, fully loaded, 17 inch screen, an Intel Xeon processor, NVIDIA Quadro RTX 5000 GPU with 16 gigabytes of RAM, not one, but uh, with uh, texture memory, 128 gigs of RAM, and not one, but two SSDs. And it's a beautiful machine. Uh, this was taken right from the Dell website. So uh, clearly they're, you know, the marketing department is on. Um, and clearly, <laughs> oh, there we go. I was going to say, what happened to the music? Um, second place is a 12-month license of Flame from Autodesk. Oh, we're having a good we're having a good start and stuff. <laughs> I need to be something. Oh, I wonder if Greg Paul Malone will have something to say about my streaming success when we get to him. Uh, third, and of course, I have no way of stopping this music. The third place is a a twelve month thank you thank you thank you a twelve month license of Flair, courtesy of Autodesk. I'm gonna zip through this. Fourth place, an IO 4K from AJA. Fifth place, the entire Boris Effect Boris FX Suite. Sixth place is a $500 store credit to actionvfx.com. We've got to set up our AirPods Pro, which you can see here. Look, I'm modeling for you, right? You can look as attractive as me when you're walking around with your wireless headphones. Uh, courtesy of our friends at Cynesis, who uh, actually, wait, I just got a text from them. I think, yes, they pulled their sponsorship of Logic Live because of the quality of this broadcast. Um, and then finally, in eighth place, a $99 gift certificate to uh, FX PhD, the best training anywhere. Uh, let me stop the share hey everybody uh, i just want to remind everyone uh, to please uh, change the settings in the chat to all panelists and attendees so everybody can read what you type it's good that um greg paul did that before he uh you know let everybody know uh oh no i see you changed it just to make sure that everyone knew where you stood on my streaming <laughs> abilities um and then if you do have any questions for anyone please uh, feel free to put them in the uh, in the q a panel that way we can keep track of all the questions and make sure that they get answered. So, let's welcome uh, my guest to the show here. Uh, first up is Greg Paul Malone. Greg Paul, would you mind turning on your camera and your microphone? Oh, here he comes. Here he is. Hey, how's it going, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Greg Paul Malone is a longtime flame freelancer and now the owner of Sauce.Studio in beautiful Venice, California. He'd like everyone to know he's also COVID-free, polio-free, and bubonic plague-free. So you can feel free to take off your masks at least for the next hour. How you doing, Greg Paul?
1: (laughs) I'm good, you didn't mention Ebola and I've been advised just not to comment on that, so let's just move it on.
0: Good, I'm glad we got that out of the way and now we're we're free and clear, right? Next up is Darren Hoffmeyer. Darren, are you there? Uh, I'm warming up. There we are. Hey, Darren Hoffmeyer, hey. ladies and gentlemen, how's it going,
2: man? It's good. I have to say, I love the game show music. I actually felt like we were on a game show with the oh, wait,
0: synchronously and just you wait, man. Oh, have <laughs> I got? Have I got? I've got more surprises in store for you. I was digging uh, it. This, uh, yeah, this lockdown has been very good to me, you know, in terms of um, a creative outlet for all of, all of my, my isms. Uh, <laughs> Darren Hoffmeyer started his career with Method in Atlanta and is now a freelancer based in Northern California. Uh, next up is Gabriel Garrido, all the way from Madrid.
3: Hello, good night from Madrid.
0: <laughs> what time is it there?
3: It's 10. Oh, all right. 10 past 10.
0: Oh, well, good evening. Thank you for joining
3: us. <laughs> thank you, it's good thank to you see for you having again, me here.
0: Man. Oh, of course. Gabriel is the visual effects supervisor and lead flame artist at Serena in Madrid. And uh, last, but certainly not least, is our friend Caleb Cahill from all the way in Toronto, Canada. There he is. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Caleb is a flame artist at The Vanity in in uh, Toronto. And uh, we had his colleague, if you'll remember, we had his colleague Naveen uh, Srivastava on the show way back in episode nineteen, when this was just going to be a summer lockdown, uh, and so it's great—it's great to see you again, man. I hope you've been well.
4: I have been. Thank you.
0: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited about the preparing for this was a lot. It's been a lot of fun because I—I uh, I was you know going back through like the One Frame of White website and seeing not only like all the entries and everything, but but kind of going through everybody's descriptions that you wrote about your projects at the time. And uh, well, let's you know, let's just dive right in. Um, the first one frame of white. Oh, wait a minute! I'm sorry. I have breaking news here to report. Uh, Alan Litteri has joined the, the <laughs> has joined the broadcast, and so uh, Alan, welcome, and, uh, and and I can't wait to to uh, uh, to see what you have to to contribute to the question and answer phase, especially uh, when Greg Paul goes first. Um, <laughs> the very first one frame of white that we did was back in 2014. And, uh, I mean, I can tell you from, uh, just from like my perspective of, of running it, uh, like, uh, Tim Green and I, uh, from the New York user group, we had this idea to, to resurrect the one frame of white and it had absolutely no idea if anybody was going to participate, like at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I remember I got, f- uh, four entries that year. Okay. And they all came in on the last day, like on, <laughs> like on mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, and one of them was uh, from someone who will not be named, but I'm sure someone will, will call their name out, but it was, a, it was a batch setup that wasn't too crazy. But when I, I mean, you know, when I loaded it and pressed render, all it did was it generated one frame of white, you know? And it was like, you know, and, 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 and that might've been the first or the second one that came in. And I was like, I you were sitting on my couch, like so excited, that <laughs> we, oh my God, we're actually gonna have a contest here, you know? And it was just somebody just screwing with me. Uh, but I do love it. That was me and Johnny Fagan. Oh, I was hoping I was hoping you would out, Johnny yeah. Keegan.
1: I think, awesome. I think I took my entire, I think I took my entire batch of my actual one frame of white and just bypassed everything in the chain until it just generated a <laughs> frame of white. So it still, still took a long time to render. <laughs> oh,
0: perfect. Perfect. perfect, perfect. <laughs> so let's um, let's show Greg Paul's winning entry from 2014. Um, I have it here. It was called various images with an obnoxious soundtrack which is a, a, a beautiful name. I, this this uh, harkens back to your uh, early career as a, a, a docent in museums, right? Where you would name exhibits in modern <laughs> yes, art museums?
1: Yes, that's correct. You looked at my resume, I see, yep.
0: Yeah, I looked at your resume, and it only took 27 weeks, but I finally worked docent into an episode of Logic Live. <laughs> Actually twice if I'm gonna be uh, keeping score. All right, here goes. Oh, I mean, here goes. Dude, I, I mean, I remember when that came in and looking at it and going like, <laughs> like just unbelievable. I just couldn't believe it. It was everything I ever could have hoped for in like the spirit yeah. of the one frame of white, you know, I mean, thematically it started and ended with one frame of white, but like, it was just, it was just mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, I was going back and, and looking at uh, your description and, and I'm, Honestly, one thing that I thought was amazing was at the time you were a freelancer. You mentioned that you had yeah. like transported this project with you to three different facilities like so you could work on it. Yeah. What, what was that like?
1: That was, that was tough because uh, I was freelancing at a few places and I'd be working all day and put it in like a 10 or 12 hour day and then I'm like Ugh. And then it's like monster behind me seeing one frame of white you know, for a few weeks and I uh, would and have to see where, where I could take it, where I could take my setup. Um, of course, since there's no media in it. It was easy to you know just email the bad stuff to myself, but that was tough. I mean, um, logistically it was tough because you know uh, working very, very late. Sometimes I just actually slept there because I was going to be back, back there in the morning. I'm like, oh, what the hell? It's four o'clock in the morning, so uh, I just stayed. Um, and then. On the very last day, and of course, I turned my in at midnight on the last day, as you know, as we t- uh in our yes. line of work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I realized, oh my god, I never, I never figured out my soundtrack. Um, and so then I, am at the place where I was finishing the project, and I realized, oh, this this place only does film effects, and so they have no speakers from their point. And so I had to take it across town another place that actually had speakers in the room, and I uh, just put together some, made a couple cuts of my nails track, and that was it.
0: It's awesome. Where did you get the idea? Uh, where, did, that, where did the idea come from?
1: Uh, acid and PCP, a little cocktail i okay. like to oh, try, you know. Two great tastes yeah. that
0: taste great together, we like to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, honest, honestly, I can't remember. I, I remember I had the vision of the, uh, of like this prison door in a desert, which kind of is what it, where it ended. There it was more like a prison door in a grass field that led to a desert. But the fireball, I know the fireball in the desert at night Definitely came from birding Man.
0: Definitely. Um, uh, I was convinced <laughs> I'm it was not like go too this was like No, no, that's why I'm started talking. I'm saving you from I was uh <laughs> I was convinced when I saw it that it's just what you described. It's like here's a guy who's spending like we all do, like twelve, fourteen, sometimes twenty-four hours in one room, you know. And like, the more you look at the door, it's like the zoom dolly effect at the door to your like day, like the sweet keep the door keeps getting further away, you know, and you're never going to get out of there. I was, uh, I mean, I remember watching that and I'm sure like, like everybody, I saw the grass and just went like, what? And immediately thought, well, the only way that I could think of doing this was like with a displacement map or something. And then like, this, is, this was my, I know my first introduction to the, the term like position maps. Um, what like how did you come across that and and maybe it, it would also be a good idea to to um, mention the the kind of work that you were doing or the kind of work that you do as a flame artist
1: um, first question first or second question first, or do you care
0: yes exactly well, I just, okay yeah,
1: uh, leave them together do, in a way that
0: makes no sense like my question <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I do plenty of the work that we all do you know uh, comping fixes all that kind of stuff uh, but my what I prefer doing is creative work like design work um, and I've done a lot of different networks so that kind of you know uh by the time I did one through a white I spent a long a lot of hours and a lot of projects kind of just on the fly coming up with creative looks you know just making something look really cool that like, you know creative looked dev um what was the other question I already forgot oh position maps right so uh Philippe Sorero had actually shown a brief demo of position maps when they first were introduced into flame back in 2013 I think it was um, and he showed how they're supposed they're intended to be used which is in kind of copying cg um i never found that tool to work as it was intended like i could not get good results that maybe i was doing it wrong i have no idea but uh but he also in that same conversation he, he kind of just made this little comment like you can you can kind of play around and and make your own custom position maps and come up with um some really interesting uh, uh Effects. And he kind of had this like, little twinkle in his eye and he said that I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. So um, I later when I decided I was gonna do one frame of white, I'm like, you know, maybe I should check that thing out he mentioned. And then I started playing around with it and realized that like, you could do some pretty wacky stuff. And I think I actually used position maps in each of those three scenes. So at the beginning with that, uh, the frame of white that turned out to, like spikes that come out, stuff like that. That was position maps. So it wasn't displacement. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to get that effect just displacement. Um, and then, of course, the grass that was all position maps, and then um, at the end, I think I used a position map in some way on the fireball so it was it was a consistent theme to the to the spot for sure
0: That's great what what uh what would you say was the most difficult part?
1: Oh, finishing on time <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I think that 's going to be a common theme for everybody
1: <laughs> um, well, I mean, part of it was just Technically, just trying to get the damn thing to render. Um, you know, I, it would crash. And I have to do these renders like overnight, and uh, it would crash so often that I really didn't think I was going to make it, or I'd only be able to send like you know, literally the one frame of light thing. Um, that was hard. Um, the I'd say actually the the hardest part for me wasn't technical so much. It was the uh, lack of socializing and just being in that room by myself the whole time you know, for we're off and on for weeks and it made me realize how much I enjoy the client aspect part of this and working with other artists and stuff like that. Um, because that just kind of like, it felt like an early version of quarantine. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm totally <laughs> prepared for 2020 now.
0: <laughs> There's a connection I never thought was going <laughs> to come. From often, but, <laughs> but I guess it all ties in. Um, but, but
1: I would say, I mean, so those, those are challenges for sure. But um, what I got out of it was um, it, it kind of forced me, and this is one of the reasons that I did it in the first place, is it kind of forced me to approach flame and approach problem-solving, creative problem-solving in a different way that has definitely helped me uh, in actual, like, real jobs that don't involve hijack position maps and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Although I had used that. I had used uh, position maps on a couple of jobs in a creative way that worked out great. Uh, but it really just made me think, Because they're they're so limited. And we didn't even have Matchbox back then. Or if we did, it was like five really, you know, not so impressive ones. Um, So it made me... (laughs) Dots. Made my... (laughs) Yeah, dots. (laughs) Oh, I think I used dots in this, actually. (laughs) Um, But it made me just kind of think about problem-solving and also just creative approaches in a way of just using a whole whole lot of different uh, tools that weren't intended for anything. I was using them for combining them and you know coming up with something kind of
0: interesting well you guys you were the first you know you kind of set the bar with that uh with that entry and and i I wanted to ask um the other guys what they maybe what they thought was that did they find that inspiring did they find it intimidating i know i hear that a lot from people and they they say like oh i was going to do one frame of white this year but uh i don't know you know i don't know that i can get something like that done what what did you guys think when you when you saw that don't all is- answer it once now.
2: I I loved it. I mean, I you know, the, the the chugging soundtrack also just even though I know the sound is not supposed to play a role in it, I was just, you know, I was in I was digging it. Just um but yeah, I think I had the same impression everybody else did. It was just um I mean I saw the spikes first and I'm like, okay, that's new, that's different. And then when I saw the grass, I was just like, All right, like, you know, where is this going? <laughs> um and it was cool. It was super cool. Uh so I was I was I was I did I think I felt when I decided to do one uh, a little intimidated but I think at that point I might have met UGP I don't remember but I it was just like you know what I'm gonna just use this as inspiration just funnel that funnel the the um um trepidation awesomeness in, in, oh. in yeah but the funnel funnel the sort of trepidation into inspiration you're like okay that's usually how inspiration starts you're like you see something really great and then you're like okay let me see if i can do something that approaches that and in the end it's something that's different you know and so for me it was inspiring it was great
3: so yeah for me the same way when i saw the piece i, I thought well this is amazing it's completely new the this level is too high but when i download the, the the setup what, what how is is working that they this fucking grass <laughs> because <laughs> this well it's completely new this is this place mapping my machine is broken what was what, what going on and well in that moment i didn't understand too much uh, how a position pass uh, worked but then i little by little uh, started to 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 learn about it and today i wanted to 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 share uh, my um, knowledge around the point position because my awful uh, the basic is uh, the point position pass and thanks to Greg Pogmalon malone because he put me to the to broke that frontier oh that's great
4: we were all pretty impressed at the shop at that or at that year in 2014 a bunch of flame artists got around a monitor to check it out and we were we were pretty blown away at the grass absolutely
0: nice Moving and on. It's, uh, Dar- oh, go ahead, Darren. Sorry. I was
2: gonna say, it's, it's just good to mention, like you, like you said, GP, that it's, you know, it was sort of hijacking a position pass, which is not what it was originally designed for. You know, it's a, it's a great way to, to get a mat from a, a moving CG image. Of a, it's a multi-pass render pass that you get and you get mats that stick with your objects. But the fact that you're able to use it to displace things was a, was a new approach, I felt like, and it was, you know,
0: that was cool. It's one of the great things about being a flame artist or about, about, about flame is there's always something that, you know, uh, there's always a tool in your, in your like a war chest there that, uh, you know, you use in a way it wasn't designed. You know what I mean? I mean, I remember like before something as simple as before we could make our own shapes with 3d shape, we were always taking like a lowercase L you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> to, as something to, to project something on. It was amazing what you could make out of, like, you know, letters of the alphabet and cylinders and things like that. There's always something to, to hijack. But, uh, Darren, why don't we take a look at your entry from uh, the following year, from 2015. Sure. Okay. Which I loved. I thought this was, like, the perfect sequel to, uh, to like, the first One Frame of White because, uh, well, I'll just play it. Yeah, da, da. And if anybody has any questions, please uh, throw them in the Q&A panel. Uh, here it goes. Brilliant!
1: That's
0: awesome. Great. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's it just cool. like it was. It was such a great again, like such a great follow up. It took like it was a tribute, you know. It was a tribute to like everything from the Logic Group and and uh, and of course like Jay for starting it and Evar. This is when Evar's like every weekend was another shader, you know. And of course yeah. the uh, the ocean shader there. Um, and I know for me, the, the first thing I stole from uh, mining your setup there was uh, well, it was the rep- replica. I'd never used that before uh and so i stole that that was an easy one uh, i also yeah. i don't know if i ever shared this with you but i did steal the model you made of the uh the batch node uh to use uh for those little signs at the nab party you oh know, nice label that yeah, was when we would model. label i remember those for, yeah. the, for the special cocktail for the evening it was always that model so uh i've now opened up but um so yeah tell us a little bit about that about your your entry there and then you know where the idea came from and and, and the whole process of putting it together
2: Okay, sure. Um, So I, you know, after I think seeing, well, let's see, in 2014, I believe it was, I uh, was invited to go to NAB, and that's where I met you, Andy, and I met a handful of folks, and sort of, it opened up my world in terms of logic. I mean, I wasn't on Facebook before that. I got on Facebook so that I could join the logic group, and I had sort of been working in my bubble for years, um, and I had done a lot of motion graphics, and animation. I used to do a lot of uh, after effects and cinema 4d and that sort of thing. And, um, uh, but I had sort of just worked, um, you know, amongst my peers in my company that I was working for. And when I went to NAB and I met all these other flame artists, it was just my whole world opened up of all these other people that I could communicate with and, and share ideas with and learn from. And it was exciting. And to, so to be part of the logic group, um, was really uh, exciting and inspiring and I felt like it was just a community and it was a private group so I felt like I could sort of share more freely in that group than you know normally on Facebook you might be you might edit yourself a bit Um, and so I thought okay I need to try one of these and I saw Greg you know Greg Paul's entry and I was like I need to try this Uh, it was the following year after meeting a bunch of folks out there and um, I first had an idea that was it involved like it was this elaborate thing that I had storyboarded It involved like a spaceship and a desert and two interlaced fields that had to come together to form a frame of white. And that was a portal that would let the spaceship leave that like, it was this whole thing, like, and it was still tied into one frame of white, but as time, and I kept sort of putting it off. I was like, okay, this is just, it got too complicated. i never worked on it. I just like had sort of storyboarded it out. And then I thought as it got closer and it was, we're coming up on, it was about, two weeks away or less than two weeks away. And I was like, I, this is too much, I can't do this, but I still wanna do something. And so I sat down with a pencil and paper one night and I was like, well, what am I inspired by right now? And it was like, well, it's, it's the Logic Group, it's Flame, it's all these people that are contributing. And I was like, how about and make something that's just about what I'm feeling inspired about right now. And so I started over and I storyboarded this little thing. And I think somewhere 2006 or seven, I had seen, because I used to go on a motionographer every day and like, look at all this cool motion graphics. It's this website that has this sort of magazine of all these great new motion graphics um, pieces. And I think years ago I had, I had seen something with an egg and something coming out of an egg. And so somehow I was in my subconscious and and I don't know if that, if I realized it at the time, but I sort of, I just drew an egg and I was like, okay, well, what would it, you know, it just sort of came from there. It just, then at that point, it's like, well, something would spring out of an egg and, and it would be these little ideas of of people that have contributed and just, you know, it was just this crazy thing that, excuse me, once I started just sort of drawing it out and all the storyboard part of it came together pretty quickly. Um, but then when I started working on it, I, I literally had, I think, eight days before the deadline. And so <laughs> I, and I was still working my, my shift. So I'd have my commercial sessions during the day. Uh, and then I would stay late at night till two or three in the morning, you know, every night. And then I worked a, like a weekend, um, through like just morning to night, you know, pulled these all-nighters or whatever, just to, I think I did have one all-nighter in there and it literally was up until I think, I think I submitted it a, a, like 30 seconds before the deadline or something crazy. <laughs> I remember I was texting you and I was like, it's coming, it's coming, um, and I, and I knew <laughs> the sound design, I put the sound design to last just because I had, um, uh, yeah, I knew that wasn't part of the judging, but I, I knew I wanted to have something in there. And so I, um, on the night of the delivery, uh, one of our audio guys at the studio was still working and I said, like, can I, can I use your, um, show me how to search your, your, your sound effects database. And I went in and I found just some stuff that I thought would work. I, mean, I knew I wanted to have like the Imperial March and stuff like that in there. But, um, and, uh, and so I had sort of the music part of it planned out. And I just, I whipped together some quick sound design in like a half hour and just got it up in there. It was, it was nuts. But, um, but uh, it, was, it was so much fun, you know. It was so much fun that it, I had, when I, when I started working on it, before I started doing anything, I kind of had in my head what I, because I had storyboarded, I had in my head the timing of how I wanted it to work. So actually videotaped myself going through and sort of moving my hands like, okay. And I sort of timed it out by, to have a reference video of my timings that I used as a basis for sort of the animation because I knew that the cornerstone was like, I'd done a lot of motion graphics and the timing of the camera moves and how long you spend on this and how long you fly to the next thing. Um, it was sort of that that idea. You know, when you do a lot of the motion graphics pieces, people call them like, they're like PowerPoint, they're like moving PowerPoint presentations, you know, you fly over here, and you look at something, and you drift on it, and then you fly over here, and you look at, you know, so it was kind of based on that kind of, that kind of uh, commercial technique, but, uh, so I used that as a, as a timing reference, and then, and then just went to town, and wasn't sure exactly how it was going to come out uh, in the end, and just threw a bunch
0: of stuff in there, and it was fun, you know. <laughs> so it's awesome. All the stuff you, 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 all the stuff I've seen you do. There's and and, and I seen I've like seen the presentations you've given, at at uh, at NAB and and and, uh, and other things like that. But all the stuff you do, there's always like uh, there's an extra ten percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yes, there's a camera move, but the camera move you know has ancillary. There are things positioned in three D space to kind of make it feel that much more like value add. if you if you step through that entry of yours. Um, there's just so much stuff. Just there's so many layers of things. The, the, the texture you put on, like those little batch nodes, you know, it's just there's a lot of loving and care, and you can really, really, really see that's, that. So
2: that's the stylized uh, reappel texture, which I use for everything. There's a stylized texture <laughs> in the canvases called reappel one and two, and. and- I used it as like a thing to break up the spec and you put a light on it and it breaks up the spec and you get this cool. I use that texture for so many things.
0: I think Greg Paul is writing that down right now.
2: <laughs> I, I am writing it down. It's <laughs> <laughs> such an organic texture. Blur it and make all kinds. Of... It's just it's better than just like a noise because it already has some built in. So anyway.
0: Um, I love this. I love that. I love that. I mean, like i I use stylize all the time. I use one feature in it. It's just, you know, if I need to vary up an edge, I just use, use whatever the, like the brush strokes. I've never yeah, explored much anyway, like the other things in it, but that's another, it's just an, I love it.
2: Just the built in textures and stylized are great. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. breaking up an edge or like using it, if you're casting a, someone's shadow onto grass style, that sort of default stylized yeah. will break up the edge. If you turn off the, the animate paint strokes and you get this nice, you know, kind of. I yeah.
0: think uh, all four of you, you know, uh, at least in, in the work of yours that I've seen, and especially in the one frame of white stuff, really, um, you know, show off that kind of design aesthetic and the the motion graphics aesthetic uh, that, that, you know, typically it's almost like there's, there's like two camps in flame, you know, there's the designer, and then there's the technique, you know, there's the more of the technician, whether it's there's the person who does the finishing and the conforms, or there's the, someone who does uh, the, the straight up comping. But um, Gabriel, maybe, you know, talk a little bit about uh, that kind of work that you do, that uh, bringing that design using flame uh, from a design perspective, as opposed to uh, you know, straight up technical
3: yeah sure well when i saw the 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 wrong uh, piece i when that when downloaded the setup i thought this guy is so smart because he's using the map in a very f- cheap way you know and uh, every day when we we need to um, to, to spread our talent with the designers, the, and the directors. We need this kind of uh, smart ideas because you need to uh, resolve very quickly um, everything. But I learned a lot of, uh, the wrong, uh, from the De'Ron the uh, piece because uh, the way of you use uh, the, um, the maps, the way of you use, uh, I, I remember the x wing is so cheap. It's not heavy uh, model. And I thought, I think the, the, this kind of contest help us to improve these kind of things because every day we need to solve a lot of problems and obviously we need to uh, move uh, in a very quickly, quickly way, you know? And, well, it's an invitation to everyone to to, to download the, the setup and, and, and learn, you
2: know? One thing I want to say, Gabriel, and I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. One of the things that reason it was so sort of cheap and lightweight is because and it was was because i only had like seven days to finish it so i was like how can i do this <laughs> but this is a very smart quick? way i i was like i can't do a lot of anti-aliasing it has to just be like what will render quickly and and get it done fast and so anyway you keep going sorry i just put that wasn't part of the reason why
0: yeah sure 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 yeah i mean just uh in the in the q a barry had asked are the setups still online they are all the setups from all the One Frame of White we've had for the past six years are up at oneframeofwhite.com. And I just looked, the, the batch setup for, for Darren's entry there is four megabytes. Yep, <laughs> It's amazing, it's absolutely amazing. Awesome, well thanks man. Does anybody have any other questions for, uh, for Darren?
2: No, we aren't Gabriel, He's, I think he was, he was in the middle of, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I was gonna transition. Oh but, you know i i, I was it's, when that's you, you know it's fine it, it uh when you mentioned you know you went to n a b that year and you know that's when we all kind of met uh that that was an epic i'm just i'm laughing because there that you know there's always things that happen in and and then in uh vegas and stay in vegas but that was oh, yeah. the year that we all, we all left the hotel to go, like to go home. And there was that guy who French kept fry. propositioning goods and services with the bag of French fries. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway, there's <laughs> a guy who's like, we, we were just trying to get a cab. And there was this guy, he was in a business suit that looked like he just went through a paper shredder or like Edward Scissorhands. Like, he went <laughs> like this to what he was wearing. And he had a bag, a McDonald's bag that was torn to shreds and inside was just a pile of loose French fries and chicken nuggets. And and he kept offering us uh, nothing that was in that bag, let's say, but you know, we were like, oh, well, no, thank you, thank you very much. He had like this professional broadcaster's voice and everything, it was just.
2: We realized right was, away we had not, we had gone out the wrong door because the taxi stands are always like, and we were like, no, no, we just turned around quickly. And it was like.
0: Yeah, oh, no, thanks. Yeah, it, it was like that dude in like a concrete barrier or something, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I actually oh missed God. that
1: NAB because I was, I was uh, back in LA working on one frame of white. So <laughs> I couldn't make it to Vegas. Oh,
0: that hurts. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you missed. It was worth a great it. <clears throat> it was awesome. Um, so, Gabrielle, let's take a look at your piece. All right. Um, and then you've prepared a little, uh, a little video to kind of uh, uh, give it a deeper explanation to the process of, of those position maps that are yeah. used. But yeah. Let me play your entry first which is here. It's amazing. It's another one where like, you know, I get an email. Thank it says eyes. here, here's my entry for one frame of white and I hope you like it. And then you, you know, I play it and it's just like, <laughs> it's just blown away. And, and, and also I was just looking, this is a, you know, the archive, the whole archive for that was a 98 megabytes. I mean, again, another example of just, you know, extreme efficiency, but why don't you tell yeah, us a little bit about the project and, uh, and what you have to show.
3: All right. Well, um, Talking about the archive, it, is, it was the first time uh, someone present and timeline you with different shots, not only one setup, because in one moment, I thought, well, I can join all this setup in one, well, it's impossible. <laughs> the machine exploded. <laughs> and obviously, I separated in different shots. Well, the, the main idea is start uh, with a simple test I made, uh, trying to, to join all two cylinders and apply a, only a single map, you know, and study the, the point position pass. And, well, I share my screen. Let me share my screen to, to explain you a deeper way. Um, let you see. Let me. this is the first test I made before the contest launched it's a simple test are two uh, cylinders uh, joined forming the letter L uh, trying to apply uh, only a unique uh, texture and for that I I use the, the point position pass of this action in combination of this noise uh, I use only uh, only a unique frame um, with uh, this uh, vertical movement with a little blur um, I change the, the range of his, his values um, to add some noise over uh, this object on the other hand, I have this action. It's receiving the the point position pass, um, applying to a simple limit. Um, I use a uh, material to to work uh, with the old parameters of the Lightbox GGX uh, material. Um, it's an old technology before uh, PVR have launched. I discovered um, inside of a libox uh, example folder. If we can see right now is uh, how the noise is applying over the the point position path. Changing the color correction input output values, you are increasing or decreasing the how the noise affecting. Um, you can use a huge range of values on on in this case with uh, point, the position uh, x and y uh, blurred values. Uh, I achieve my first test of the lava using the in this in this second um, action the specularity and UV map. Um, I started to to work with the with the final look uh using the the u v on this noise um with uh well i added little details of um of rocks in, inside of, of of lava um through the the color, one color correction it's very subtle but it is the then with a uh, a combination of glows, color correction, and blur using the, the the edge detect because uh, the the edges are very um, jitter. uh I soften it using well. Then I use uh, a lava crock. Uh, in a combination with the form to have a liquid aspect uh, of this, uh, the lava, another glows, uh, fast grain, color correction, all of these are part of the of the final look, um, with more f- uh, fast grain, film look, and at the end I uh, achieve uh, how the incandescent lava is inside of this surface. Um,
0: Insane. It's just amazing.
3: Well, <laughs> oh my Thank God. You, Thank you, guys. Phenomenal. Thank you. I have a little more introduction uh, for beginners uh, because I use this technology almost um, one a month because, it's in, in comparison with uh, the displaced mapping, is for me it's better. I, I have more control. All right. If you can, if I can see, I can change my screen again. Let me. Okay, I would like to make a little introduction of how point position works. Um, here we have a um, a simple limit. Um, we see uh, four colors, but it's uh, only a representation of a mong of data in our screen Uh, we can see in the right part of the image we have a positive values, and the left part uh, we have negative value in our um, channel in in green channel we have a positive in the upper part of the image and the lower part we have negative value, but in in both cases we have zero uh, information in the blue channel. If we it, it change the, um, the set value of uh, our image, now we have 100 uh, values um, in the blue channel changing to m- a mean of uh, 500, uh, we have n- in negative values in a blue channel alright, this is a corresponding RGB channel with red, green and blue here we have um, a pyramid and uh, we put uh, very close uh, this uh, axis to the vertices of this um, pyramid almost there the value of uh, Y and Z are very close of the red, green and blue information of that pixels the negative value of the green is the y in minus uh, 137 and 390 of of the set values on the other hand we have um, another um, surface with a cylinder. If we apply our point position map, that surface immediately acquire the pyramid shape because we are forcing how uh, the polygons uh, they must be. The goal here is um, we learn how can modify this uh, data, in this case using a distort node and the two images is distorted but the data inside of the image um, aren't changing using a paint node you need to know before paint um how amount of data you are working with um, in this case i need to increase my red channel in 200 values to get a notorious um, result adding this value um, we can uh, modify in x uh, channel in a positive or negative way using the color correction node is the easier way to understand how corresponding the x uh, y and z value with red green and blue and sometimes with the gain you, you can increase the size or using the hue values you can twist it or rotate the, your surface or even and sometimes uh, using the, the saturation uh, you will have an interesting uh, result and another way is use um, a mask to insulate uh, different areas and in this case um, you can change only one part of this uh, pyramid and getting a new way to sculpt inside a flame or even uh, changing the hue values and you you can animate the entire surface or part of them other ways to change uh, the, the point position values are using uh, a blur node with uh, very big values. Um, you are soft, softening the, um, this amount of data, increasing the gain. You now have uh, this uh, smooth surface, and uh, changing the, the X or Y position. You can animate it. In, in a, a soft way as well.
0: Yep, that's, there that's is. phenomenal. Oh my god! Thank you. I love it. Thank you, guys. So love, 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 love Thank it. You. Thanks so much for for uh, preparing that and sharing it with everybody. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's.
3: I I thought uh, it's it's a moment to to share the. Uh, this what what i learn in 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 my in my ofo because uh, for me ofo is the biggest opportunity to to learn uh, by by yourself by ourselves and when i discover all this technology well i talk with, with uh, a lot of people but the people not to understand too much and well uh today i prepared this one in a basic, basic way to 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 spread this knowledge you know
0: that's great that's the whole point behind it you know is, is sure is, uh, absolutely is to share thanks so sure, much sure, and if, sure. if uh, I, I just want to recommend to everybody also check out uh what gabriel showed for the logic fest uh that's available uh-huh. at the logic.tv there was the um it was uh kind of a way of, like using ibls to make your own, i be able to hack uh, like ray tracing in flame. Shoot. And yeah. it was so wonderful for me because I was just handed uh, like a, a print art, a piece of flat art of a, of a glass bottle from a client. And they didn't have money for CG, but you know, c- can you make this look real? <laughs> and it was like, no. And then your Logic Fest came in and I was like, yes, I can do that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was awesome. Thanks so much, man. Let's- you're uh, you're welcome. Let's take a look at, uh, at Kalem's. Um, Kalem, I remember when your, your entry came in, it was like, it was the kind of thing you watch it and like, you, you know, you, like your face hurts from smiling. I mean, it was just, it was one of the, um, it was just a crowd favorite. It was, it was like one of the first, it had adorable characters and like a, and a backstory and everything and it's just, it was just so wonderful. Um, let me show everybody, Boy on Tricycle.
3: Here they come, the boys in the bright
2: white sports car, waving their arms in the air, the do they think they are.
0: It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. My favorite is when he backs in, you know, when he backs back into frame, you know. that was <laughs> my, oh, my favorite. Love, 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 love. Where did, uh, where did the idea come from, boy, on tricycle?
4: Uh, from my own son, seeing him on a tricycle. And um, that's kind of the, where it generally started. Um, and then I had obviously, like maybe a few of you guys had a idea and then kind of just trashed that idea because I just, there was something more and better to tell. Um, a better story to tell, I guess. And uh, and it's funny, you know, I I never actually thanked Trooper for letting me use that song because I really (laughs) like the perfect soundtrack uh, for for that animation. But yeah, it started off, you know, let's just model the tricycle. Is this gonna look good? Okay, cool, you know, um, let's figure out a color schematic. I like that, you know, almost letterbox and grain right away. Okay, cool, it's cinematic. (laughs) And, uh, <laughs> you too? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, just when I eventually built the boy, um, you know, he was so disproportionate to the tricycle, so I had to rejig everything because it's just his arms were way out here. And it wasn't <laughs> like, okay to be rebuilt slightly. And um, one fun anecdote, I think, of, of designing it. Uh, is I mean I'm not really I don't have the best illustration skills so trying to illustrate faces and stuff with in a G with just with GMask Tracer I was like this isn't working I need to figure out something else so what I would do is I, I took a paint note and I would you know paint the boy's face as best as I could and then pipe that into a GMask and then you know kind of trace it from there uh, rather than just trying to do it all with uh, splines and, and you know. It just was, was getting a little gobbly-goobly. Um, and then I wasn't too sure. I was like, well, okay, do I break this into separate BFX? I was looking at the rules, and I'm like, I think this all has to be one dodge. So I'm going to make it really crazy and stressful if anyone else has to try to go in and look at it. But, yeah, it was supposed to be one render, um, I don't know, 10 or 12 shots. I don't know how many shots were in there or, or less or more. But um, yeah, so theoretically you should be able just to hit render and and it'll spit out, you know, those ten shots and sequential in one render.
0: Yep. And and uh, again, continuing with the theme. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was sixty-three megabytes. It was the whole archive for that. There. It's amazing. And I I, mean, I tell you, we 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 vet and test every entry that comes in. You know, load it in render, and it's like. Uh, I, I remember there was, I think one year, Tim, Tim Crean's, like his Mac almost like burst into flames. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> you know, the setups were so heavy, but uh, it's, it's great, man. It's so, it's so great. And uh, I, I just love it. Um, and that was definitely a theme that was common for, I think everybody and, and almost everybody that submits a one frame of white is they had an idea. They started in one place and it ended up somewhere else. Either it was a happy accident, you know, or it was like, oh my god, this is never going to work. I have to try to find some way to to save this, and you end up with something even better. But I think, in some ways, right, that's the nature of being a flame artist. You know, you're you're always problems like creative problem solving. You know, like Darren said, you start out like intimidated, and and that that's, that fuels the inspiration, and you and you you bring it home.
2: Yeah, I love the tricycle one. I was I remember that year. My wife was watching them all with me too. And, uh, and that was her, that was her favorite. I mean, there's, there's always a lot of great ones that one just, it had so much heart and story and it was just like, it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was a great entry. Thanks. Like the timing of the edit and the the humor and everything. It just, it was cool. It was really cool to see it. You know, I think it's also a testament to like how flame can be used as a creative tool in so many different ways. You know, sure, as it's, that's what's so neat about it is it's the tools that are in there to be able to just, you know, yeah. be creative and, and you can always kind of figure out a way to make it work. And there's enough tools in there that do something interesting and everybody does something different with them. And, uh, and it allows you to sort of navigate your way through a solution. And I you know, that's why I love it
4: no absolutely i I will say like the stingray depth of field and the stingray ambient occlusion really sold that look right away more the ambient occlusion i found but um it just helped me with all that that subtle shading which really gave it its look so um and like you guys it was i did it pretty much primarily on my macbook pro uh it was just nights and mornings was when i would do it and then i wouldn't really render i'd render at night, check it in the morning, maybe it crashed, maybe it didn't. But then towards the very end, it all had to go back to a, a, a real, like a P910 flame. And I think, I I don't know if I skirted, you know, just just made it to the uh, the, the deadline. Um, I do remember like like going in at night, setting the render at like 3 a.m. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna set my line for seven, everything's gonna be perfect. And it wasn't, it was a mess. And I'm, like, I'm running out of time. And I think I, I, I like, I loaded the batch up on five flames and just gave them all like a hundred frames to render.
1: Together, that's
0: awesome. That's awesome. But We've all been there.
1: Question on that on that piece. Yeah. Um, how'd you do the the rigging and the the puppeting of the especially the legs and stuff?
0: That was
4: by far the biggest challenge. I, I think that yeah. took like a week or two. So it was really. I'd like to, I don't, I should actually, I was looking at my batch today, but I didn't check to see if I had actually uh, linked any like linked rotations. I think I tried to, I definitely know the shoes had to be attached to the pedals and the shoe itself was, was projected just to give it some feel. It wasn't, it wasn't a 2d flat art, but it, it couldn't, I remember it couldn't be texture mapped for some reason. It, it would break up or it would fall apart, but then, so the shoe was attached to the tricycle pedal. And then the leg I think was just, I just had to animate it. I just had to match it. I tried to create some elaborate um, link to it or, or expression and it, it, it didn't work.
1: Um, well, it looks great. Trial and error and hard work, yeah.
0: <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you very much guys. I really appreciate it. This is a, i think it's a, a, a fitting way to like uh, to look back but also to and kind of talk about the process. I know so many people uh, like I said before, you get intimidated by the one frame of white stuff. And uh, I, again, I think what what you've all shown is you come to this with an idea, you know. Like in, in Gabriel, in your in your case, it was you know you, you wanted to figure out something technical, you know, with textures. And and uh, and, and in 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 Greg Paul's case, it was a a, a half remembered vision from Burning Man um and in in calum it was the the beauty of your child, you know so uh yeah. no i it is i think it 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 just gives it, it, uh, a a great testament to you know what we always tried to do with one frame of white and uh and I want to thank you all for for contributing and you know just for staying in touch and and being friends and and uh and kind of always exemplifying what's what 's so great about this little community of ours so thank you very much guys. I really appreciate yeah.
2: it I, I want to say one thing if i can too just um yeah. And we, I mentioned this, I think, one time at NAB is that for anyone that feels like they might want to do an, uh, a one frame of white and they are intimidated because they're like, oh, I don't. Like, if you have an idea, do it because you will learn whether you win, whether it doesn't matter. Like, you will become a better artist in the end and you will learn something that you'll use in your next job. Um, and that's what I took from it. I still use things in it that I in other jobs that I learned from that. And so, you know, and it's also just good to scratch an idea out of your head and go through that creative process even if you don't feel like you have any creativity and you like just do make something. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's why I always, to to try it.
3: (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Totally.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'm going to, uh, close out the meeting here with a a, a couple more things, but if anybody does have any questions for, for, uh, for anyone about the one frame of white, please go ahead and put them in the Q and a, let me go and, uh, share my screen again. Because I know that everybody's been been, been waiting for this. And Darren, there's another game show theme for you. <laughs> right. it, it's prize time. Mm-hmm. I've got another Logic, uh, a brilliant Logic uh, a phone charger to give away. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. this has been so much fun for me. Look what I did there. Damn it.
4: Hey.
0: Oh, Greg Paul. <laughs> what does this <laughs> remind you of?
1: I was also, oh, I'm well, sorry, I just have that, to stop. That's just like my stream <laughs> to New York.
0: <laughs> I was just saying, I can't believe we didn't bring that up when we were talking at the beginning of this. Yours was <laughs> the very first time I had a brilliant idea. Oh, we're going to have Greg Paul Mullen FaceTime into our New York user group meeting. And like you were working somewhere. It must have been like, a, like an underground bunker or someplace. You're someplace <laughs> like a building that was made out of lead. Like there, was, you know. Yeah. You, I mean, you, no you were in a session. I called you. You ran outside you know, so that you could FaceTime. It was like we had like, a, it was like a, it was like a flip book. I mean, it was like a one baud modem. you know what I mean? Like, like you get every fourth syllable and every 20th frame. And then I was like, Greg Alone, alone everyone. And that was kind of the beginning well, you, of this whole.
1: You set a precedent and you've, you know, yeah. you're closely hewed to it.
0: I said, the, thank, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Oh my God. It's every time I press a button on the, in any one of these broadcasts, I was like, oh God, here it comes so like i said it's prize time here <laughs> all right <laughs> just sound again you know our first two winners of the batteries were one carrie welton and then uh, and also miriam miriam you're here right i mean yes there she is and miriam aladeo and uh these two cool kids uh took pictures of their their uh their logic battery chargers and sent them in and i'm gonna have to try to fix this <laughs> I'll fix this in post. But look, uh, just uh, the other day, I got pictures from Mindy uh, in New York and Peter in Thailand and then Quinn in sunny LA showing there. So we're going to pick somebody else out of the list here to uh, to be a cool kid uh, and get this awesome Logic phone charger here. Oh, there you are. hey Miriam. All right. So I've gone and used my handy dandy free, random <laughs> picture here, which is brought to you by uh, a device of user names, policies and more, Deploy Chrome Now, some kind of ticketing and automation service, <laughs> and you know, and a one-on-one with Mark Randolph, which I know, <laughs> I, I don't want to speak for, for, for anybody on the panel, but I know it's something I've been looking forward to, you know, to <laughs> spending my time on. So I put everybody's name in the list here, and let's see who comes up. Look at this, look at this animation. They call that procedural animation. Sibyl! Hey! Yay! All right.
3: Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. And you're now a member of the club. All right. Let's see here. Congratulations, Sybil. So, let me see if I can get out of this music loop, this infinite loop that I've built for myself. There we go. So coming up on uh, Logic Live, as I mentioned, next week is the big one frame of white show. I've got uh, 13 amazing entries to share with everyone. Uh, I'm actually going to uh, uh, turn on the website uh, in the next day or so. Uh, so everyone can see the entries. And then um, we have judges like we did every year. But we're also going to open up uh, a poll on the forum uh, for the community to, to add their voice to. Uh, and, and that'll be added in with the judges scores. So that's coming up next week. I'm super excited for that. That's going to be followed uh, on October 18th by the role of a flame assistant with Amanda Elliott, who is going to be very mad at me because last week she told me I left the second T out of her da- last name. And uh, clearly I just copied and pa- copied and pasted uh, this week. So I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm sorry, Amanda. I'm sorry three times, Amanda. Uh, and then the, a week after that on October 25th, we're going to do a Mocha Deep Dive with Mary Poplin <laughs> of Boris Effects. Thank you, Renee, uh, for, you know, for thank you for chiming that in there. Again, uh, please uh, head on over to the forum and check it out. If you haven't signed up, please do. Um, If no other reason than to vote for your favorite one frame of white from this year. Uh, But also it's just, it's become a very active and and wonderful place for the community. It's it's really great to see how this has taken off. And uh, it's like the near, it's near instantaneous feedback. You post something, you get an answer, just like we've uh, we've experienced before. So thank you very much to Randy McEntee for getting that up and running and keeping it going. This episode of Logic Live and all the past episodes are available on Logic.tv. You can also check out the Logic Fest entries. And uh, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We would really appreciate it. That's going to do it for Logic Live this week, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week for One Frame of White. Thanks to Thanks all everybody. of our panelists. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.
3: Have this episode
0: of the Logic Podcast is brought to you by Synesis.io. To find out more about the remote workflow solutions, check them out at Synesis.io. See you next time.